Hey, it's Mariah Connor, Saving Our Women, Inc. Doing Life with God podcast. Uh, this episode is number 16 and it's titled Distractions, which is a very heavy word, yes. Uh, before we get into the episode, I just have some announcements for you guys. Make sure that you're liking and sharing the podcast, writing your review on the podcast, whether you figure it is good or bad to you. Um, also, social media. Make sure that you're liking it or following us on social media, which is Saving Our Women, Inc. on Facebook and Instagram. You can also follow my personal page, which is Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H, Will, W-I-L-L, Succeed, S-U-C-C-E-E-D. And you can also um, add or like me on Facebook, Mariah Connors. Um, And I also just want to encourage you guys to make sure that you have some sort of a group. I say this because um, last week um, I started this Bible study group with a few of my friends and sisters. We were on a conference call and we just did a Bible study. Just like we did that thing. And it's crazy because I was thinking about doing it for a while. And also my friend had put it on my heart to do it. I'm like, okay, this has to be confirmation from God. So just start it. Um, and it's, it wasn't like your regular Bible study where someone reads the word and they just basically, you know, just preach or teach to you. But we all kind of chimed in and just like had our own points of views and our own perceptions and just encouraged one another pretty much and just spoke over one another and prayed, which was amazing because it just helped me accountable of my relationship with God. That's, that's what that's what these study I mean these study groups are there for to hold you accountable and to actually put you more in your word and also show you different perceptions or point of views of the word as well um so I just encourage you guys women and men to get into some sort of group if you don't have a group have some friends or family that can hold you accountable in a group chat where you guys can uplift each other not just you know just state what someone is doing wrong, but just uplift each other, show show each other a different way of how to do things. So I definitely encourage you guys to do that because it's a lot of things that are going on and we just don't want to get distracted by um, things that are not for us, the news and just different things of that nature. And I also want to tell you guys on this podcast of distractions, we, that's the, ep- that's the title of the episode. Uh, we have a special guest. Her name is Jamie, J- I'm sorry, Jamie Davis. Um, she is an author. She's working on her master. She also has a women ministry as well, titled Rose of Sharon. Um, her book is titled Take This Cup, which is on Amazon. So make sure that you are listening. She also has a podcast. So make sure that you're listening to this current episode to get the rest of that information as well. Um, I definitely hope that you guys enjoy the podcast. Enjoy this episode. This episode is, has so much wisdom and knowledge in it because what we thought was a distraction or what we didn't think wasn't a distraction could be okay because it's the small things that actually grow into the big things right uh, so i definitely definitely thank you guys for tuning in continue to tune in continue to share share with your family and your friends your co-workers your boss all of those good things okay thanks guys I'm going to allow you to introduce yourself and everything that you have going on. Okay. Um, so my name is Jamie Elaine Davis. Um, I'm giving you my full government <laughs> because mm-hmm. um, I go by J Elaine. That's my pen name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am an author. Uh, my book is called Take This Cup. It is on Amazon. I'm currently working on a few more books. So I hope to have those completed this year um i have a women's ministry um named rose of sharon 
a publishing company, J. Lane Writes. So I do everything from ghostwriting to editing to publishing, um, even like coaching and mentoring people on how to write books and how to become an author. Um, currently working on my master's in counseling and then uh, just recently started a podcast with one of my good friends and it's called EQ Love. Um, so it's a podcast all about relationships and you get to hear um, a male's view and a woman's perspective. So, yeah, that's I think that's it. That's good. That's amazing. Um, so just even before we get into the topic, well, the topic is actually called distractions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just first wanted to give the ladies or the men, whoever's listening, um, the Bible verses that God gave me. Um, one is uh, Genesis chapter four, verse seven. Um, and that's from the NIV version. If you read something different, that's fine. Uh, we have Philippians four and four verse through nine. And then we have Corinthians 10, chapter 10, one verse through 13. And the main focus is our verses 12 through 13. Um, so first I'm actually going to flip the script. I'm going to start by doing the questions first. Okay. Um, so I just first wanted to actually ask you like what does distractions mean to you um I tend to look at distractions as anything that gets you off course or causes you that's kind Mm -hmm. of like my you know generic definition yeah yeah okay um I was reading like on the word distractions and just giving getting some different uh definitions when I was reading it it was just basically stating uh mental distress or derangement uh mm. which was definitely powerful I'm like I wasn't expecting that yeah um, and then it was uh, another definition it said that which distracts divides the attention or prevents uh concentration and then um, another one was that which amuses, entertains, or diverts, which is amazing because the things that distract us to our flesh, sometimes it's not always bad. Sometimes these things, we actually love these things and we yeah. actually are entertained by these things, which is right. amazing. Um, so first, I'm, next, I want to go ahead and ask the other question. Um, it says, what are some things you feel that are distracting you in your process, in your current process? Um, I think my biggest distraction is probably more so like a lack of time management for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just scheduled. And so this is kind of an odd time where it's like, I'm not going to a nine to five and I don't have the same system that I had before the quarantine process. Mm -hmm. And so um, when I have too much time or unscheduled time, I just tend to fill it up with nothingness. And Mm -hmm. I think that really distracts me from really getting things done. Yeah, I totally agree. I would have to say, for me right now, my distraction is just like not doing nothing in between time. Yeah. And and it's like, I was talking about this on my episode before, I just catch myself like always like scrolling. Yes. And it's like your mind, it's like your mind is telling you like, okay, girl, you need to put this phone down. Do right. Else. You're like, okay. And then like four hours, three hours and so then went by, you like, oh, okay, I'm right. definitely do put the phone down. But it's crazy because it's like by the time you put the phone down, you be tired. Exactly. And you haven't done anything. (laughs) You haven't done nothing, (laughs) nothing, nothing, nothing. And then God was just telling me, he was putting on my heart. He's like, okay, I need to talk to you real quick. I'm like, okay, God. 
And I'm like, okay. And I just end up picking my phone up. I'm like, okay, you need to get a phone to break. And I picked the phone up again. I'm like, this is at this point, distractions can also become an addiction. Yes, that's so true. Like, um, we don't even understand how, um, and it's something I learned in class, actually, that just like a drug is addicting, there are other things that, um, like your brain stimulates the same, um, like hormones that it would if you were addicted to a drug. And so you start to have the same reactions to like your phone, even to like falling in love and stuff as you would Mm -hmm. to an addictive drug. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. That is, that's definitely crazy. Because even with the definitions, it was saying, let me see, I, I actually figured out, um, I Googled the Hebrew version. It was mm-hmm. pretty much saying the same thing. Let me see if I can find it on my phone real quick. Okay, so the Hebrew version, it says literally to draw apart, to pull in different directions and separate. Hence, to divide, to separate, and hence, to throw into confusion, sometimes in a literal sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one, it says, to turn or draw from any object, to divert from any point towards another point or towards various other objects. And I feel like when I was reading this, I'm like, um, this is like so crazy that this definition was actually heavier than I actually thought it would be. Yeah. Uh, because I think that before you even realize something is distraction one it becomes entertaining and I and I think that a lot of people that's the distraction at that point because Mm -hmm. you're like okay I'm having fun or it could be something so simple or something so innocent in our eyes but it can it can turn into something bigger right and it can actually pull us from I feel like where God is trying to take us like the small even the small things yes that's so true wow um uh, the other question was oh yeah how do you recognize distractions um I think me personally I don't recognize it until um I start to feel like delayed maybe like Mm -hmm. um I don't think I notice it in the beginning Mm -hmm. and after a while I'm like why aren't I getting these things done or what's taking me so long? You know, like looking at your Mm -hmm. phone and waking up and realizing, Oh, I've been on here for four hours. It's just like something in my head. That's like, um, maybe you're not focused cause I'm not moving fast or fast enough. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like for me, it's my, uh, the, the effectiveness. Like, Mm. I could be doing something, and still focus on something else at the same time and then like when you see the end result it's like okay that wasn't effective as the last thing or it wasn't effect- effective as when I did it before gotcha. or just when I say recognize the strike because like you said I also feel like when you are behind mm-hmm. delayed you start to notice okay it's something that I'm not doing correctly and then I also say that the fruit that whatever you're doing bears oh now that's good yeah because it's like for a relationship as any relationship I guess a friendship or a romantic friendship any any form anything that you're giving your attention to um eventually 
your whatever you're putting in or whatever the time the quality time the things that you're putting in you're going to get back whether it's good or bad yes and I feel like that um even with certain friendships I had to realize like you know I want more out of life then I had to think okay like what are you doing like throughout your day-to-day process? I really had to analyze that for myself because at first at one point I was just praying like, okay, God, I want more. I'm not getting more. And God just like, really like, like, what are you doing yeah. to even get more to even like, you want more from me, but what are you doing through your day-to-day process? Like, are you continually, or are you continuously going out so much? Like, what are you doing? Like, are you even spending time to, or taking out the time to even get the things that you want? Okay. At this point I had to say, okay, the things that I'm doing is not bearing me fruit. So not good fruit. So that's the distraction. Right. That's good. I never, I, I, you know, like I think about, oh, fruit after the fact, but I guess Mm -hmm. I, we don't always look at the budding of the fruit in the middle of Mm -hmm. it. And like, if nothing's flourishing, then maybe you're not on the right path or something is, you know, got your attention. Yeah, that's so true. Um, the last question was, what is the best way to address, address uh, the distraction? Um, I like to address things head on. So, uh, for me, I like to deal with whatever the issue is. Um, if it's something that's like, you know, my phone or, or something like that, I try to create like a, like a new agenda like okay let me schedule this out if this is something I like to do let me schedule it after I finish a paragraph of a book or you know something Mm -hmm. like that um if it's a person uh normally when I pray and ask God to like remove things he just starts Mm -hmm. doing it so I never really have to it's it's rare that I have to Mm -hmm. be like you're distracting me I'm done with you (laughs) Um, normally they just start fizzling out so um when it comes to people because I don't like confrontations so prayer is like my best way of like helping me to move distractions and figure Mm -hmm. out what the distractions are so basically just giving it back to God yeah the distraction because I don't think I realize that I'm distracted so yeah yeah I don't think nobody really does I feel like that's something I feel like okay I feel like that either God's God's sent a prophet to you or like you know somebody that's close to you or just send someone to even address those things or like you say he just removes them Mm -hmm. but I mean in order for I think that also too because in order for him to remove them Uh, you still have to like recognize them or like to even acknowledge God about it you have to recognize it in some sort of fashion you have to you know know that it's a distraction right and I think that before we even know that it's a distraction I feel like that um God sent us a lot of red flags that it will be and I think that as humans that we try to dismiss those things I think we talked about this on the live just like relationships like when you I feel like a woman and a man they know exactly like what like their do's and their don'ts and when you first meet someone you see red flags that same day but I feel like that a lot of people 
should I say, like dummy down those red flags? Yeah. Just to kind of fit, just kind of to fulfill that particular that loneliness or feel that void yeah and it's a lot of times that God sends us those like hey like this is like first of all you say you did you, you didn't want anybody with kids hey she has four he has four um like just little bitty things yeah. like that and it's like you now you're just really trying to try to play like you know your list or whatever but I feel like that um with distractions they are definitely heavy um like even depression could be a distraction oh, yeah. or uh, just just a lot of different things a lot of different things that God allows in our life it could also be distraction if we don't handle it the correct right way. I say that. I um so I'm going to uh, did you have anything to elaborate on the questions before I go to the next thing Mm-mm. no that was that was good okay because I was nervous at first because I had never did a podcast with anyone it's just been it's just been me on the okay. podcast and I was just I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm, this is getting boring. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's good. I feel like it's good giving the word. It is, but I feel like, you know, it's better with two, you know, people on the actual, you know, podcast. Yeah, just know, some just interaction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting bored. Um, okay, so what was I going through next? Okay, so um, the Bible verse. Okay. Let me get to that on the phone. And this is so crazy because I was looking for Bible verses about distractions and God was like, well, that could be anything really, you know, you could go in the word to get anything. Yeah. So we're going to go uh, to Corinthians 10, okay. 1 through 13. I'm reading from the NIV version. I know people like King James because they, you know, OG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um, it says, for I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and that they all passed through the sea. They were all baptized into Moses's into Moses's in the cloud and in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink for they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them. And that rock was Christ. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with the most of them. Then, oh no, it says their bodies, oh, oh, I scrolled it. Okay, so it says their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these things occurred as examples to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did. Do not be idolaters as some of them were, as it, as it is written. The people sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in reverence. It says we should not commit sexual immorality as some of them did. And in one day, 23,000 of them died. It says we should not test Christ as some of them did. It says, and were killed by snakes and do not grumble as some of them did. And we were killed by the, by the destroying angel. It says these things happened to them as examples and were written down as warnings for us on whom the culmination of the ages has come verse 12 says so if you think you are standing firm be careful that you don't fall no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind it says and if no it says and is god and god is faithful he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear but when you are tempted he will also provide a way out 
so that you can endure it. Mm-hmm. So, so um, with that Bible verse, like, what did you, well, the actual chat, almost the whole chapter, yeah. what did you think, um, like, what did you get out of it? It was, like, so much. Like, it was weighty. Um, but one of the things, because we were talking about distractions, um, and I never looked at this verse and thought about distractions. So looking mm-hmm. at, um, the examples where he started out, like, um, it was like, they were all on the same playing field. You, you ate the same things, you drank the same things. Um, but it was like a few of you guys stood, stood the test, um, and then it goes into the temptations and um, pretty much we all have the same temptations. Like there's, they say there's nothing new under the sun, but he says, God is faithful that he won't allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. And I don't think we look at our temptations sometimes as distractions. Um, yes. And when we get caught up in them, it's it's almost like God is like, these things will come, but I've already given you an out for them. But when you allow yourself to be overcome by them, that's when, you know, you're overtaken. That's when um, stuff begins to happen. That's when you lose focus and all of that. And I think sometimes we, we get weighted down by the fact that we are tempted and we forget mm-hmm. that temptation is is common that's going to happen it's your response to it and yeah I think we just have to move out of that place of um sometimes feeling like I should have never been tempted and I think that well you're human you know like the enemy knows what you want you know like your flesh is still there so you know even if it's not like you said like it's not always these huge terrible things is some of the stuff that we just like you know that tempt us to lose course or lose track so yeah I definitely agree um because I when I read the bible verse I'm like okay I, I didn't really get distraction from it either but, but then God was just giving me revelation he was just like no he was like they they were distracted by their circumstance by their situation mm-hmm. and basically Moses was trying to get them out of where they were yeah and he was like this is how people react during their process of purpose. He was just letting me know, like during the process of trying to accomplish or complete things, he says, we get distracted, distracted because we get weary because, you know, first you start off with momentum. You start off with energy because, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, you, you've received prophecy, you receive, you know, encouragement that God's going to do a such thing. And then you start to tarry because God doesn't really give us complete vision during the process. He gives us like, you know, it's in bits and pieces, you know, yeah. we can see certain things in the, uh, that God gives us in the vision, but he doesn't really give us those things right away. So it's just more so, okay, you pray, you fast day and night, do these, you do the right thing, but eventually your mind is going to wander off somewhere else. Yeah. Like, okay, I've been doing this. For, I've been doing this for a while. Right. You know, we've been walking. We've been walking in this storm for a long time. Like, okay, God, like, when are you going to do something at this point? Right. And it's like that. I feel like they feel entitled in a sense. Mm-hmm. And then, so what happened was that they got distracted by their circumstance of what their situation looked like instead of continue to believe me, or even if they did fall from their temptations to get back up and keep moving or to repent and keep moving. But instead, sometimes you have a lot of people in situations, they, they get stuck 
or they just sit in that distraction yes well that temptation yeah. then actually becomes a distraction right. because now you're you're tearing from what i said that's good that's a that's what I got out of it. Because I was just like, okay, what just got to do with distractions? I don't get it. <laughs> and, then, and then he was just he was just giving me that um that revelation because I was in a situation where I was like actually dating someone and I was just like I knew it was I knew it was gonna be a distraction from the from the beginning. And that's why I actually got into it. Cause I'm like, it'll probably keep my mind deep down inside that's what I thought, but I didn't say it out loud. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it'll probably keep my mind from, you know, worrying about other things. It'll probably keep me from about thinking about other things. Yeah. So I was like, let me just start, let me just start dating. So I was just like, um, okay, I'm like, God, I would pray every day. I would say, God, you know, if this ain't it, you know, just go ahead and remove me out of it. Knowing I wasn't supposed to be in it in the yeah. beginning. And I <laughs> and I think that we do that a lot. We always pray for God to get us out of something that we put ourselves yes, in. You know, all the time. Get in <laughs> You know, you wasn't supposed to get in that thing anyway. And I just kept, I would go dates after dates. You know, we would um, just hang out or whatever. And then eventually it like kind of ended for something so silly and it didn't really make sense. Um, Because I told him, I was like, hey, you know, I'm abstinent. You know, I'm not like having sex. Well, I didn't even tell him. I'm trying to think how he figured out. Okay, we had a dinner or yeah, we had a dinner with my best friend because nobody had met him. That was my plan for nobody yeah. to meet him anyway, because I knew I was crazy, okay, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Like I knew I was playing. I'm like, I know this is not gonna go far. Like we just kicking it, having fun or whatever. And my friend was like, oh, okay, like, so how do you feel about her being such and such? And I really didn't think about it because I've had I've been um you know, abstinent for so uh-huh. long, for it's been so many years. I was just like, it was a normal thing. Yeah. You know, and I never just thought to spoke about it. It was nothing personal towards him. And he was like, um, he didn't say anything at the table. So he was like, oh, okay. And moving along. So the next day he had, I guess it was on his chest. And he was like, so why don't you didn't feel the need to tell me like what was going on? Like he made it this big thing. It was like a, a huge argument. And I was just like, what in the world is yeah. going on? I'm like, oh, are we really arguing about right. my stuff? This is my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and then God was just letting me, you know, he was like, yeah, you kept praying. You, you know, you kept hanging out with him and praying at the same time. I just went and hit yeah. him. Like, you know, it's all it's all love from here because at this point he's keeping you from what I have, I have yeah. for you. And, and it's like, and I feel like that even with a lot of women and men that desire to be married or desire to be married or be in a relationship, um, we feel like, and there's nothing wrong with dating, but you have to be dating with intention. Right. And I, and I feel like that I definitely wasn't doing it at that time. And I was just like, okay, at this point, you knew what you was getting yourself into. You knew I ain't called him for you. So at this point, it's a distraction. And I don't want you falling and sitting and getting stuck in this distraction. We got to move on. We got to move forward. So let me go ahead and snatch him up. Yes. <laughs> he always has a way. Like, always. Yes. Definitely. Did you have any examples as far as distractions on your end? Um, I have so many. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um. I know for me, you talked about depression earlier, and um, I feel like that's that has been one of like the most recent things um, that I can speak mm-hmm. on uh, because I think sometimes people look at depression as like you just maybe not wanting to live or 
um, yeah. something to that extent. And it's not yeah. always really like that. And for me, it kind of yeah. snuck up on me because I just didn't have any um, drive. Like I just didn't want to do anything. Um, anything I thought about yeah. doing, I I felt like I was in quits, quicksand and I couldn't move. And it took a while, I guess, um, I guess me coming out of it, I realized like, whoa, like I was depressed, um, but I didn't see it. And so um, it really kind of held me back from completing things and doing stuff. Like I just didn't have any energy and all of that. And so it kind of taught me like what that looks like. I kind of got educated on what is depression and if I deal with that like what does that look like for me and how do I keep myself from getting back into that place and um, I think it's all the things like that I was dealing with externally that were kind of distracting me from like keeping the main goal the main goal and staying focused um to where it just kind of culminated into depression and now I'm really distracted because I can't do anything um so yeah that was I because you brought that up I'm like that's really good because I understand that yeah and it comes to a point too I was definitely in a place like that um definitely felt stuck but I definitely didn't know I was depressed either um because the situation was like I had somebody prophesied to me. It was like, yeah, you know, I see that you doing real estate and such and such and such and such and so forth on. And it's like really like even when you people do prophesy to you, it's like bringing that thing back to God. Mm-hmm. And I felt that I did, but I guess I didn't. Or I, I guess I didn't sit still enough to actually get an yeah. answer. And so um, with, I think, yeah, okay. So he, he actually does real estate. So this guy that work that works in the church or whatever, he does real estate and he has a team. He has a huge team, a huge following uh, with like wholesaling and flipping houses and different things mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, let me go ahead and get with him and, you know, ask him a few questions. And he was actually telling me about, um, you know, the real estate business, the, yeah, the real estate business and the wholesale business. So I got on his team. I paid to get on his team. And I just felt like I wasn't thriving. I wasn't tr- even, I was trying, like I would show up, but I wasn't really not just thriving. I wasn't trying. I just felt like I was a concrete. Like I put my feet in concrete yeah. and I stuck. Like I was like, okay, I'm trying. I feel like I'm trying, but I, nothing's, nothing's moving. Yeah. Nothing's happening. And God was just, he was just telling me, he's like, I didn't, I didn't tell you to do that. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't tell you to, I didn't tell you to move on that because I just felt like I had to do more and I wasn't doing more and I didn't have the energy to do more. And it just came to a point like my mom had to ask me, she was like, are you depressed? I'm like, "Mm, yeah. Like, like you heard me, like you hear about it, but she's like, right. Is it me? Right. I think I am. Right. And I had, I really had to, I'm like, I think I am. Cause it's just, I wasn't motivated. Like nobody could motivate me no matter yeah. what I listened to. No matter, I just, I wasn't motivated to do anything. I'm like, man, wow, I was depressed. But I think depression looks so different in many, it comes in right. so many different forms and so many levels of depression that you feel like, like you said earlier, like you said, like, babe, you're not trying to kill yourself or you're not trying to, you know, have the right, room all dark, you, right. that you're not depressed. 
but you can actually put on a little makeup, put on some clothes, and show exactly. up and still be depressed. Yeah, and I don't know if people I, talk about that side of depression, you know, as much. Um, and maybe because yeah. we don't really realize that that's a form too. Um, and I guess um, as far as relationships, we were talking about that and distractions. Um, after, like my personal story, after being divorced, I feel like I use relationships purposely to distract me mm-hmm. from like dealing with the mm-hmm. pain. And I knew I like I knew I didn't want anything serious, you know. I knew I wasn't trying to date because I wanted purpose. Like I didn't care. Um, I just knew I didn't want to deal yeah. with me. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, if I can mm-hmm. stay busy and keep somebody around or just anything, then that that should help me, you know, get over this. And so, yeah. you know, it didn't. <laughs> So it it came finally to a point where I was just like, stop everything and shut it down. Like, Mm -hmm. I need to Mm -hmm. get well. So, yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I I definitely feel the same way because it's like, lately I've been dealing with me. And it's, it's like when you really like expose like, parts of yourself like well, when situations expose parts of yourself for or God exposed parts of yourself for you to walk, work on and get better um I feel like that when we see the opportunity to not feel mm-hmm. bad about it just to push to even be better in a situation because I kind of start um getting the like yeah. the unworthiness you know mm-hmm. seeing like the negative part of it when God would show me myself I'm like, see, like, oh, right. see, I told you, this ain't gonna work. And he just like, no, he was like, it's nothing for you to, you know, feel disappointed about. He was like, because everybody has something to work on. He's like, you know, nobody's perfect. He's like, the reason why I'm showing you these things so we can work on them and we can move forward. He's like, this is gonna be like an everyday process. You know, you're shedding like your old self. You're gonna be a new person every day. And I just like the enemy just start whispering things in my ear like you know I don't think you should be speaking because honestly yes. you're not even there yet or just like just me put, putting little voices in my head but when in reality people need voices like ours to just not not to feel worthy but to the qualification of somebody feeling how I'm actually feeling or somebody actually going through like what I'm actually going through like people that that have been divorced that you spoke about people that's single people that's even married that's been in this spot before or you know that just needs a little push needs a little encouragement I feel like that we are qualified we are worthy to speak on these things because we're currently going through through these things and of course we're not on a pedestal we're not there yet but that's the whole point of us speaking so we can one encourage ourselves yes, and other for people. sure um because i don't think our struggles are ever really for us you know it's for everybody else that we yeah. have to get along the the journey that's so true well i think did you have anything else no to I, I don't okay well this was really nice i definitely loved you on, on the podcast you oh thank you job. for having me i enjoyed it i'm like i love conversation <laughs> so me me too i do i definitely definitely love having you on this and this this is gonna go down in history because you are our yeah. first guest <laughs> like i'm really excited <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
we have to do something like when outside opens back up as far as like with the women's ministry yes for sure I'm I'm ready because I was excited about um I remember talking to Pastor Cassandra and she said you guys had did something at Nordstrom before or something and I was super excited I'm like oh I'm ready because I like makeup and stuff so oh yeah no no Pastor Cassandra she did she did like the church women's ministry like the church thing there yeah that was super fun we went there it was super 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 fun but um with like so like with so ink what we do is like have like i call them women nightcaps like fridays on friday nights when it was open back up and we would like get together like have food and like fellowship and it'll be a specific topic and then sometimes too we had brunch recently which was super fun we had a women's brunch um, we just pretty much get together. This is a definition of really encouraging people to either gain a relationship with God or strengthen okay. their relationship with God because it's super, super important to have one because no matter what we go through, no matter what role we play as far as a wife, a mother, a daughter, having a relationship with God is the number one. It's the key yes. to all things. Well, I'm excited because I really would mm-hmm. love to be a part of that. You too. And then you can teach me how to do a women's conference shop <sighs> because you know you oh got yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was really looking at trying to do another one this year and you know um with things being shut down I'm still you know I'm gonna have to go back and see if I'm still gonna do it or what's going on but yeah that's that's a process but we're gonna work on it <laughs> yeah I can only imagine I can only only imagine. And then too, I've been thinking about writing a book, so I'm gonna have to, you know, I'm gonna have to contact you. Yes, I'm your girl. I'll show you how to do all of it. Yes. And what's your Instagram so they can know when people Okay. Um I typically just use my Rose of Sharon. So it's Rose underscore of underscore Sharon. And the Sharon is a zero instead of O. Um you can follow me on Instagram and my Facebook is just Jamie Davis. So, yeah. Okay, yes. Okay, thanks, Jamie, for having me. Yeah. Or thanks for coming on and talking and speaking. We definitely loved, you know, your words of encouragement and just even you explaining exactly what you went through. I feel like it was definitely a Oh, awesome and thank moment. you so much for having me. Okay. You're welcome. Thanks.